Check one, two. Test one, two. Check one, two. Test one, two. Check, 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 test, 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 Sibilance. Say it again. Sibilance. Okay. Good job. What is it about the person who sits in that chair? Whether it's Robbie who's in that chair 99% of the time, or now you today, because of Robbie not being able to be here, we are going to talk to Robbie Poor in just Robbie. a second. Oh, I was going to say rest in peace. No, he's, <laughs> this, is the, this is the Robbie Lessig Memorial Podcast. <laughs> I missed that bastard. <laughs> he's, he, had a, he had a good run. <laughs> I'm going to miss his dumb, shiny head. Um, but um, what is it about this person who... Whoever sits in that chair for some reason just has some I, sort of mini stroke every time the show's I was about just to start. Adjusting, I was just moving things around. Yeah, but you do this every time, and I've never brought this up. And I want you to know how much self control this has taken, <laughs> because I've noticed it every time. And if what, not, even once, when I'm over there, even when you're over there, I, what, what I, am I doing? I'm about to tell you. All right, what you do is you put your headphones on. Yes, and like your, which is important. It is good. I'm glad you do that. That's step one. <laughs> okay. But like you're about to exercise and you don't want it to get it tangled up in your arms, you throw the wire from the headphones yes. behind your head. I'll tell you why. And run it. it behind your head. And then you go, I don't want to get tangled. Well, maybe if you didn't wrap it around your body, maybe you wouldn't Listen, get tangled. Because I, I, I play the drums at the church and I, I wear the headphones so I can hear the band and hear the little clicky tracks and everything. The clicky and I, tracks? And I got to have it behind me so my arms are free to do okay, the drumming. Okay, that's fine. But you know you're not a drummer. I here. know, but it's, it's, it's habit. I know, but it obviously isn't working for you. I don't even know why I came on here. <laughs> you came here just for this. Just to get hassled. Just to get hassled. Uh, you already... Here's what, another thing that threw me off about you already. Let okay. me just get this all out of the way before the show starts. <laughs> okay. The one thing I know about Robbie, when we start at 8 o'clock, uh-huh. I know the earliest I have to be ready to go <laughs> is 8.05. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be so prompt. I get a text from George at like seven twenty-seven. Hey, I'm on my way over. Yeah, and I was just I was I was topless and getting ready to get in the shower. I had just I shaved know. my head and I was like, "Well, you can come, but I'm in the shower, I so know. you're gonna have to hang out downstairs while I get all sudsy." Then I had to sit in the car for a while until I could get up <laughs> and move around until the blood returned to the rest of my body. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so you were prompt. I appreciate that. Hey, no problem. And we actually got started a few minutes early. Wow. Is there a bell or something? You got a ring? <laughs> it's never happened before. We don't have anything in place for something that's never happened before in the history of the 222 podcast. But how are you, George? I'm doing McMillan? good. How are you? Pretty good. All right. It's good to see you. Thanks. You Thank too. you for uh, stepping up and filling in tonight. Sure hey, do no problem. It. You know, when I heard about Robbie, I was like, man, that's a shame. He was a good guy. <laughs> he was a good guy. He had a good run. Um, yeah. And, you know, we'll always remember <laughs> his jolly disposition. And my, I know. my favorite memory of Robbie will be that time we dared him well didn't dare him we basically told him there's no way he can do the running cannonball move that kevin owens does in the wwe <laughs> and he attempted it and actually landed it pretty well and ran across his basement which is smaller than my basement and cannonballed onto his sofa <laughs> and you haven't lived until you saw robbie's feet above his ass <laughs> you haven't lived until you see, and, and the 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 sheer you know here's what i'll compare it to I'll never forget my daughter's face the first time we took her to the Magic Kingdom when she was four. <laughs> Just the awe and wonderment. That's the exact face I had That's when I saw Robbie do the uh, running cannibal. It was, <laughs> it was like awe the, and wonderment. It was the first time she saw the castle. It was, <laughs> yeah. like, it was yeah. you. Yes. I only just got his contact info, too. Remember, he gave it to me last time I was here, and now he's gone. Now he's gone. You, you didn't? Do you ever text him? No. Oh. You want to see what I put in for his contact? Yeah. Award-winning broadcaster, Robbie Lessing. <laughs> Award-winning broadcaster. <laughs> That's how I put it in my phone. Do you ever go through your um, contacts? Yeah, and, once. And, well, I did when I was putting this in here. And then start looking at all of these other contacts that are in here, and they're obviously people you have no idea who they are anymore. Right. And it's just like with Facebook. It's like, why do I have this? Like Some of these people haven't, I haven't seen or worked with in a decade. I don't know. I don't know why they're in here. I don't know. I don't know why. Truthfully, you know why they're you know why they're still in here. No. I don't really know how to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get rid I've of it. Finally, reached that age where I'm like, I don't know how to do this. So I'm just going to tolerate. Just going to leave it in there. Yeah. I'm going to ride it out at this point. I'm trying to go. I have a couple people in here that are in here <laughs> as nicknames, and it really <laughs> doesn't know. help. You don't know who they really. are. No, I don't know who they really are. <laughs> I'm trying to find a couple examples Who's here. This guy, Moose. Who's I did that? find out today that I've been mispronouncing a coworker's name. 
For how long? Uh, the entirety of the time I've known him. Well, you can't change it now. <laughs> it's too late. He's one of the sales guys. All been, you can do is quit and move to another state. I've been calling him by the wrong name. <laughs> it's not, that's that's a little better than that's a little more than mispronounced. I was it, but what you I, made it sound like you're not calling him A. A. Ron, and he's Aaron. No, I was. This is I was mispronouncing it. I I said to, and I even I had a feeling today that I was mispronouncing it for like the last. <laughs> seven years what what gave you the hint when he didn't turn around when you said his name 18 times someone else said a name and i'm like that sounds a lot like this other guy's name and then i went to hey that sounds like you i went to noel i went so is it pronounced this or that i gave two pronunciations (laughs) and he came back to me with a third pronunciation (laughs) (laughs) so i that's terrible i was way off now what do you do uh i i I just Just write it out here quite honestly I do, just, I do whatever I can to not speak to him. That's a good point. Oh, you don't really say people's names necessarily a lot. No, it's like, hey, you. Hey. And I know how to say his hey. first name. It's his last name that I screw up. Oh, well, then you're good. Yeah. By the way, here's a guy in here. It's just in here is Brent Poker. <laughs> Maybe that's his real name. It's probably not his last name. I don't think so. That's probably not his given name. His parents aren't <laughs> probably Mr. and Mrs. Poker. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb yeah, and so. say that. Yeah, I'm trying to look. I don't know um, if there's any in here, other ones. I know there are, but I can't find them right now. Because I just, there's a couple I noticed. And I was like, I have no idea who these people are. And this <laughs> little. Just call them up. Hey, <laughs> who are do you? Do I know you? <laughs> I'd be, like, be like, do I know you? <laughs> I'm like, uh, probably not. Probably how not. well do we know each other? Can I we keep have, your name in here? <laughs> I also have a guy in here who I used to work with who's been to prison. <laughs> Just scrolling through. <laughs> he probably would love to hear from you. Probably would. Here's another number. Here's a celebrity number. Oh, oh. Right, Frank dude. Stallone. <laughs> I have Frank Stallone's number. Is that really him? I don't know. Or is that what you call someone? <laughs> Maybe it's someone else. Is that your mom? <laughs> is that what you call your mom? Are you saying my mom looks like... <laughs> The more unattractive Stallone brother. The more unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm I do that look better than Frank. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I have I have Frank Stallone's number in here. That's crazy. Uh, is Goose Gossage alive? <laughs> Seriously, is he alive? I, I don't. I couldn't. I don't know. Here's what I'd like to do one time. I think Randy Johnson killed him with a fastball. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to have a couple drinks. And just start dialing some of these numbers that I've yeah, had in my phone. I think that would be a good time. For a while. And do it on the air here. Like, do it on the podcast. Now, are you going to go with, do I know you? Or are you going to go with, hey, man, how's it been? You know, like like you just talked to them a week ago. I've got enough in here that you can go both directions. Okay. Like, I would want to call Goose. You still got the mustache? <laughs> you holding on to that look, Goose? <laughs> Apparently, he's still alive. He's 69 years old. Huh. Good on him. Good on you, Goose. <laughs> good on you, Goose. Well done, Goose. Let's see. Who else is in here? <laughs> this is always fun. Um... <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. And you ever notice you have some people in your phone like seven times? Yeah. For some reason, my brother-in-law- like they kept changing their number, so you just kept adding, a new, adding it, it new again? Is in my phone five times. Maybe he did that. <laughs> he just kept putting it in? <laughs> he was like, I want to make sure. I want to make sure Mike has my number. <laughs> that's not how, that's not how my, bro, my brother-in-law talks. Here's Jerry Lawler's number. What the, the King heck? Jerry Lawler. Is this your phone? Yeah. Okay. This is my sure. phone. I've- uh, I don't know if you know this, but I have worked in media for quite some time. Uh, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I am the opposite of a big deal. A big deal. A big deal will be able to call these people and they'd be like, oh, hey, Mike. No. I'm going to be like, I'm going to get, don't ever call this number again. <laughs> now, be careful you don't accidentally dial one of these people slipping through here. I did that one time. I, you, you just did that recently, didn't you? Yeah. I forget who I called. <laughs> I forget who I called who definitely so, I should not have called. a comedian or something. Uh, who's Kurt Kreischer? Burt Kreischer's a comedian. You asking me? Oh, I did it with Mark Norman. That's who I did it yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I have Mark Norman's number, and I accidentally <laughs> butt dialed Mark Norman after Mark Norman. Yes. After Mark Norman gave me his phone number, yeah. and gave me the okay to text him. That's even worse. So right after, right after you said it was okay, so here I go. Right after I text him, now it looks like I'm. And I was very during our text exchange. I was very, <laughs> very um, cognizant of like not overdoing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> So a good way to follow up on that would be just call him right away. <laughs> so I, all I prayed was, all I prayed was he it didn't go through, it didn't pop up. He, I don't. All I would want is him not to see missed call Mike Keller. That's all I could think. And then I thought, do I text him and be like, oh, sorry, but sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I just put the phone. Hey, if, if you never actually saw it, then just ignore my last text. I didn't. It wasn't me. It's, Look, just I'm just gonna. <laughs> Forget you ever met me. <laughs> just, just, just block my number. Let's hey, I know Goose Gossage. 
<laughs> Here's another guy, Manny Poker. <laughs> I got the whole poker family. The whole in my, poker crew in my family. Yeah, on my phone. Here's here's Mark Norman. They related to the Bridges. I'm gonna be very careful going past his name. <laughs> Not again. I don't want to. I don't want to be back there Never again. again. <laughs> Michael Irvin. I got Michael Irvin's name. <laughs> The? Mike, the Michael Irvin, yeah. Remember the time we met Michael Quick? No, remember the time I... First of all, he's not Michael Quick. He goes by <laughs> Mike Mr. Quick. Mr. Michael Quick. I, that time <laughs> I met Mike Quick, Yeah. and you had no idea who it was. I know who it was. We were working for a bank, <laughs> and was it like a Special Olympics thing? No, it was... Um, they it was were, something at the Leah Corps Center. Like, they were involved with the organization, or they were helping to sponsor something. Where was it? It was at the Leah Corps Center in Temple University. The Temple... Oh, uh, is that where it was? The Temple University oh, Arena. I thought it was at the Wachovia Center. No. I'm completely lost. But it was, some, it, it was some kind of a, a thing for sports-related careers. It was like, all like a job fair. It was, yeah, like a job fair. It was okay. a booth for like um, you know physical therapy and a booth for broadcasting and all kinds of stuff. And we were just walking around pretending to be busy. And somehow we got involved in volunteering. Yeah. They were like, we need people to help. Yeah, and, and so we were walking around the bowels of the arena. Yeah, and this tall, this tall, dapper-looking African American gentleman is walking towards us, and Mike just makes a beeline for this guy. Hey, man, big fan, nice to meet you. And I'm just standing off to the side, smiling and nodding, like, who's this guy? And then, but you didn't say anything. I said nothing because I had no clue what was going on. And then we got literally, I would say, fifty feet away from him, and you went, "Who's hey, that? Who, who was that guy?" And you were like, "It's Mike Quick." It's my quick, you dummy. Uh, I, I, if he had spoken more, I might have recognized the voice. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I knew what he looked like. Uh, by the way, Randall Cunningham, speaking of former is Eagles. Is he on your phone? I have Randall Cunningham in my phone. Ricky Patalico is in my phone. I'm 90% sure you just added these, and if I looked at the number, it would just be all fives. <laughs> Roberto like, Clemente Jr. Is this just a thing you use uh, to pick up chicks at bars or something? Yeah, as a married guy. <laughs> and uh, you, you, you know my, you know my, my prior dating history. <laughs> There it is, right there. That's Randall Cunningham's number, or at least I, it was his number I bet at one time. Real number. <laughs> he used to be his that's number. That's a pizzeria in South Jersey. I really want to call it. <laughs> I'd like to order the Randall Cunningham. I really, me. I really want to prove you wrong. <laughs> I have Robin Roberts' number in here. What is he still? I think he might be dead. <laughs> might, might be able to cross him off the list. Oh my and gosh. not not Robin Roberts, not from GMA, the fi- former Philly Robin Roberts. Just making sure. Yeah. Not the uh, broadcaster, the uh, former Philly. All right. uh, let me just find out here if he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, he passed away uh, in 2010. Wow. So, When did yeah. you get his number? How long have you had this phone? Uh, probably prior to This is what I'm talking about. You just put these in here. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. All right. I'm better than that. Yeah, all right, we're all almost right. through all the whole alphabet here. <laughs> It's a good show. <laughs> Here's what happens when Robbie doesn't come. Oh, God, that bastard. I wish he was still alive. <laughs> this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. I, you know what? I'm just going to delete his number. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have a Robin Roberts situation where in 10 years I'm like, I'm going to call Robbie. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Sons of bitches. You, might, you might accidentally call Robin Roberts' number. <laughs> I have Vicekahana's number. What? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? I'm very important. All right. Apparently. Let, let's get things started. Okay. All right. Actually, hold on. First, we got one thing first. Okay. We got to make another phone call here. Um, <laughs> we, I, I got a call. I had to send it to voicemail, but we're going to call this person live on the air here. I don't right, think sweet. they'll mind. Here we go. I, I think they'll actually enjoy it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll make a quick phone call here. All right. Uh, I gotta Through dialing music or yes. something? <laughs> Do you sing? I'll just scat. There you go. It's ringing. I don't know if he'll answer. Hello. Hello? What's up? Is Nothing. This, you, is this Robin Roberts? <laughs> <laughs> what? You're, you're on the podcast. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. How comes? I don't know. You called me. What do you want? <laughs> I want to know what's happening tomorrow. I don't know. It's supposed to be pretty windy tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. This guy got all kinds of excuses. I'll tell you. What a wuss. <laughs> George is here, Dad. Hey, how's it going? Uh, hi, George. Eh, I can't believe it. It is too cold. It's too windy. <laughs> uh, really turned into a... <laughs> <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> hey, write that down. 
everything. All right. Well, maybe. I'll call you afterwards. Are you going to be up? I know it's pretty late for someone your age. I don't know. It's getting pretty late. I'm watching the Phillies here. <laughs> You're watching the Phillies. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. don't I'll drink too ya. much. All right. All right. Bye. See ya. There you All go. Right. All right. We'll he sounds so disappointed. He, well, things didn't turn out the way he hoped. Remember the time I had your dad drove me to? Was it a Phillies game? We had tickets. And, yes, and, and for some reason I had to ride because I was with living. Your dad. I was living in Philly. Because I guess we figured, well, what's the point of taking two cars? Yeah, so I had to drive. Down I think I set dad. that up. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. How much fun was that? We had we had um, great conversation for about ten minutes. And then I was like, well, that's it. I've run out of topics. Well, to be fair, that's 10 more minutes of great conversation <laughs> you and, than you and I have had so that's far. That's a good point. <laughs> All right, flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. He's dead. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of the 222 Podcast right here on MikeAndRobbie.Podbean.com. Boy, let me tell you, him dying. Yeah, it's going to be a pain in the butt. It really is going to be a pain in the butt. going to change all the verbiage and everything. Yeah, I'm going to have to, like, I may have to reboot the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> gosh. He's so selfish. He really is. Why couldn't he just stay alive? I know. Jerk. What a dick. All right. Well, um, Mike and Robbie.podbean.com at Mike and Robbie on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, 222 MNR gmail.com. It's a Ma- marketing nightmare. It is. <laughs> That's what this is. I mean, he's ruined our branding. <laughs> How dare he? Um, but you can uh, reach out and touch us all those ways. Apple Podcasts, leave a review, blah, 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 blah. You know how it all works. The things. Also, we're on Spotify. After Robbie oh, told yeah? me we needed all this information, he needed all these passwords to sign us up for Spotify. Okay. I went to the Spotify website, and within like three minutes, <laughs> it was easy. we were on Spotify. <laughs> Didn't need anything. I'm glad he's dead. You could have put us on Spotify. I bet I could have. Did you just say, I'm glad he's dead? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> the world's a better place. Um Robbie's not dead, folks. Just in fact, kidding. we're going to talk to him here yeah, in just a little bit. Before we do, my dad called there. He called while we were doing the open there on my uh, cell phone. Every time he calls, okay. and if I don't answer, he leaves the exact same voicemail. <laughs> it's the same thing every time. Does your dad do this? He doesn't leave voicemails. He doesn't. Leave, he just doesn't leave voicemails. No. He's like, if you miss my call, he'll text me then. But then oh. he doesn't usually leave a voicemail. This is the same voicemail. My dad leaves every time. Sometimes he mixes it up a little bit by adding, like, it's me. But most of the time, <laughs> it's just this. Okay. Give me a call. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Give me a call. <laughs> That's great. That's all he does. He'll sometimes mix it up with, hey, it's me. Give me a call. But that's like his catchphrase. If he was a professional wrestler... <laughs> Instead of, do you smell what the rock is cooking? That would be his, right before yeah. his finishing move. Yeah, it'd be like, give, that would be the name of his finishing move. <laughs> the give me a call. Oh, my God. Give me a call. <laughs> it's the give me a call. Oh, God, it's the give me a call. Give me a call. It's a give me a call out of nowhere. <laughs> give me a call. So, nice. <laughs> I don't even listen to them anymore. I just delete them. You should keep them all. I shouldn't. Just like do a montage one day. <laughs> montage mountain. Of all my dad's Of all my dad's voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna okay. go ahead and we're gonna uh, we're gonna reach. We're gonna call long distance. I have free long distance with this plan. Long uh, distance to heaven. Yeah. We're calling heaven. Oh, I yes. got you. Sorry, we're calling I heaven. About the bit. Yes, we're. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> Broke. We're, we're calling heaven yeah. as we get ready to call heaven. <laughs> you have organ music playing. Uh, we should have something. Uh, I think it's it. We I think we've I think we've reached out and we've gotten a hold of heaven <laughs> as we've reached Robbie Lessig in the great beyond. Robbie, we were just looking back on the great life you've had. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's 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 been great up until this week. How how is <laughs> how's heaven, Robbie? Now that you've left us and you've left this earth. How is how's heaven doing? We're, we were we've all been very sad about your passing. 
Well, I was um, I was expected, uh, you know, with and welcomed with open arms, um, <laughs> pearly gates, VIP access. You know, yep. I mean, so pretty much the same way as Earth. Yep. And when you got there, no one was waiting. <laughs> I mean, just just what's that? The nineteen ladies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. The bit's dead. How oh, are yeah. you, Robbie? <laughs> Oh, you know, living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. Um, you're well. First of all, I don't know how much you want to get into. Um, you're you were having some issues. You put it on Facebook. Your son is doing much better, correct? Yeah, doing much better. Um, feeling much better. Um, so we're out of the the scary part of you know having a three year old in the hospital. So yeah, he's doing much better. He's home, resting, happy. Um, not out of the woods quite yet but we're getting there yeah and it's at the end of the day it's he's going to be fine the doctors have it under control when you say out of the woods he's yeah. just not he's just not like a hundred percent yet no he's just yeah there's no no nothing scary or anything like that he's just um he's just not feeling you know like his normal self yet but yeah. we're getting there we'll get there and He'll be have a full recovery, so we're all good. Excellent. Well, that's fantastic. You know, I was worried. I was texting you all the time. I'm glad that you're back home, out of the hospital. There's no winners with that. And then after you get home, <laughs> you find out the news that someone who you've been in contact with had COVID nineteen. So now you have to now you have to quarantine. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So as it can't get any worse, you know, you're in the hospital, sleeping in the hospital. Let me tell you, I, I oh man, I have not spent a night in the hospital ever. You're lucky, except for this, and yeah, yeah, and then I'm sleeping. And it, there's no rest in a hospital. It's, no, it's ridiculous. It is. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so we find out that there, you know we've been exposed to COVID. Um, thankfully, I mean, you know, knock on wood, I got my first vaccine. So I mean, there is some immunity there. Hopefully, um, you know, Chase is three, so hopefully, but we have no symptoms. Good. We're both getting tested tomorrow to make <laughs> sure we're all good. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming everything's going to be fine because, again, we both feel fine, no symptoms, so we'll all be good. But it's just like when it rains, it pours. And, <laughs> yeah. and usually that's you, not me. It is. Yeah. So I don't really know this feeling. This is all alien to me. Yeah, but to be fair, so my of- stuff is normally <laughs> ridiculous and dumb. This is serious stuff. You know what I mean? This is serious stuff. True, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is serious. But we're all, like I said, all good. Um, you know, didn't want to you know, take precautions and infect the, the basement studio. Yeah. Yes. Well, you also didn't want to, <laughs> you, know. you didn't want to be the outbreak monkey when it comes to infecting all a whole radio station. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be the one to single-handedly shut down WEEU. I thought we'd leave that to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually I'll take that station down. Yeah, we figure we'll leave that for you and, and not for an outside. That'd be kind yeah. of embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> despite the fact you are an award winner, you probably should leave it yeah. to someone who's there full time. <laughs> well, I figure, I mean, my shoulders are so broad to carry the station, <laughs> Jesus you know, Christ. because of my award winning status. I mean, I really don't want to close it down. <sighs> you know, that would be kind of counterproductive. Oh, so. gosh. I want to go back to the original bit. I want to go back to the original bit. Well, where he was dead. <laughs> hey, any any truth to the uh, social media reports that you begged for a catheter while you were in the hospital? Uh, that's very true. I, I did uh, catheter, sponge bath, uh, enemas, uh, all denied. They yes. said, sir, sir, we're, yes. here, we're here for your son, yeah. not yes. for you. Yes, but my <laughs> to your answer was, but yes, doctor, my holes. <laughs> um, I actually did. Um, I, I call, like, for, they had like room service. I did yeah. order a side of an enema, but they did not. They did not. <laughs> a side of enema? Did that come with Jello? Yeah, well, coffee. Yeah, jelly. Jelly. <laughs> oh. uh, so you're doing you're doing good though. Yeah, doing good. good. You know, we're we're all good. We're good to go. So you know, we're just uh, hanging out at home. You know, unexpected at home vacation. <laughs> you know, so. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay. We do miss you. Um, people have asked about you, and I've uh, let them know that you passed. And um... <laughs> that's all right, you know. Yeah, I, I I'm one of those people that would love to see my own funeral. I know you I would. would love to see what I would love to sit in the back and let people cry over me. But here's the thing: that'd be I think you wouldn't you wouldn't amazing. you wouldn't make it you wouldn't make it ten minutes into the funeral. Until you ran up and went, I'm here! 
Love me. You're welcome, Mom Dad. <laughs> Don't yeah, cry. I'd be like clapping. Yes. You'd, you'd walk up doing your own slow clap. You'd walk up the center of the church. <laughs> Oh, Robert, Robert, Robert! I would Robert. love that. That would be. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, because I mean, it would all be positive. I yep. mean, you know, because even when you're dead, no one's going to say anything negative. About <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Here's like, you, I I know you would love to do it, but aren't I, I? I know you're not worried about this, but I would be so worried that no one would show. <laughs> like it would just be family. George would have somewhere to be. You'd obviously be. <laughs> You'd be moving on to your next podcast partner. You wouldn't be able to look at the past. No one would show up. It'd just be my wife and maybe my daughter if one of her friends didn't invite her for a sleepover. Yeah, th- that's true. Like I, I think like they, you'd have to get tickets to mine. I feel exactly. like you'd have to like reserve yeah. a time, and there'd be speaking slots. You yeah, know, like your, your funeral. You look, share your-, your funeral will look yeah. a lot like the Kobe Bryant funeral. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It would be at the it arena. Be, it, Michael Jordan uh-huh. would speak. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, me and Michael are close. We cut, we're tight. You know, both award winners. You know, it makes sense. Um, both, you know, titans in our industry. Um, you know, it's great. Yeah. So it, I would love to do that. That'd I, be awesome. I, I mean, I'm sure everyone would be super pissed when I actually come back, you know, but hey. Yeah, they would be like, oh, I thought we were done with this. <laughs> Anything to inflate your own ego, you know what I mean? See, that's that is again where you and I completely part ways. It is the last thing I want to do. The last thing I want to do. Yeah. All right. Me, man. I always, I always need a little more padding. You know what I mean? I know. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> get better because there's a lot coming up. You've got, um, you've got WrestleMania just around the corner. And all that yep. good stuff. So we need you to get healthy, and we need you to get back here. And I really do think. That this whole thing, the kid in the hospital, the COVID, is all so we don't have to do wrestling picks so you can keep the belt. <laughs> this is your full heel I mean, turn. It, it is pretty yeah, it is pretty brilliant. I'm like the I'm the, the Vince McMahon, you know, of the whole operation. I'm pulling the strings behind the curtain, you know what I mean? Uh, that's what I'm doing, yeah. So <laughs> It all makes sense. It really um, does. It all comes full circle. But a uh, heel turn, I think I am pretty much a heel. That's true, now. yeah. It's, I'm always, yeah. I mean, yeah. it'd be hard to turn any more heel. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, George, thanks for filling in. I appreciate it. Hey, hey no problem. You're not going to believe this. George, yeah. First time in, in, I think, 222 history, the co-host was 20 minutes early. <laughs> yeah, that never happened. <laughs> Well, I mean, and, and to be fair, I usually have prior engagements. Yeah, well, you're, you know, signings, your social count. Sorry, you're such a joke. Planning your you funeral. Know, yeah, I mean, seriously, I have a lot to do. I mean, you know, I mean, I know the show is important how it got to this fame, but I have to, you know, make the people happy. You know, we have to keep them coming back, you know, so. Yeah, he's got a point. I mean, George, I appreciate it. George, you know, is famous in his own right, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robbie, I miss you. All right, buddy. Well, yeah. here's what you need to All do. All right, guys. Keep an eye on the kid. We'll have a good show. Get yeah. better, and uh, we'll see you back here next week, okay? We'll see you next week. Have a good show. Thanks, guys. Talk to you All later. Right. Please oh, let me know how the tests go yeah. tomorrow, okay? I will. I will let you know. All right. Thanks, pal. All right. Bye-bye. See you guys. There Bye-bye. you go. Robbie Lessig of the 222 Podcast. Does this mean I got to take down the GoFundMe? <laughs> No, we'll keep keep it up. Just keep it up. Keep it okay. up. We'll be fine. We'll, we'll just uh, we'll just keep the we'll keep the credit. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, Robbie will be back next week. Uh, thank you, as he said, for coming here yeah, no and uh, you know filling in and hanging out. Should be a lot of fun. Lots to get into. Um. <laughs> oh couple gosh. things here. Um. I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's the ghost. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> Um, what was I? What was I want to talk about? Here? I don't know. You got a whole list there. I do me. have a whole list. Um, <laughs> first of all, okay. Number one, yes. There should be a way in 2020, <laughs> 2021. Oh yeah, we're 2021. Um, there should have been a way last year as well, even years and years ago. And I've often thought this that I know, like we kind of went past like cb radio because there was a time where every car just about or at least it seemed in tv <laughs> right had like a cb radio yeah you know, breaker one nine you know my dad had one 
back in like the 70s. Really? Okay, yeah. Very nice. So, you know, I, I, I just feel like there should be a way to have car to car communication. <laughs> like, I know the. I know the technology eventually gets there because I've seen it on Star Trek, where they True. can just hail the other spaceship. Yeah, I feel like on we should screen. be able to hail the other vehicle yeah. through some sort of Bluetooth speaker. Because there are instances <laughs> where you accidentally cut somebody off. Oh, right? There okay. are instances where maybe you need to get in because you're in the wrong lane. How much better would it be, instead of trying to flag someone down with a hand gesture, <laughs> is if you could just you know, hail the, ping them or something. the Pontiac Sunfire directly to your right and let them know, hey, can I get in over there? So I thought you were going to do it because you wanted to yell at people and cuss them out. No, I don't want to do that. Because that's what people would use it for. I, I don't want to use it for that. Right. I don't want to use it for any yelling, any cussing. I don't want to use it for anything along those lines. Here is what I needed it for this week. None of the reasons which I have just said i was at a light and there was somebody in front of me right this person in front of me was the first person in line gotcha i'm number two and there's a bunch of people behind me <laughs> oh no so the light turns green yeah and this person didn't gun it like they were at maple grove raceway they were probably texting they weren't okay because they started moving literally here's what it did green go and th- but they were going a little slow they were going slower than apparently the person behind me thought they should go gotcha because the light goes green I'm telling you, there's a beep. The person gets off their brake, starts to move, and I hear <laughs> from directly behind me. Yeah. So now the person looks in their rearview mirror, right. looks at me and goes, what the hell? <laughs> and now I'm in a predicament where I'm yeah. like, it was that person. It wasn't. It, it was. It was. Yeah, I've been there many like, times. Like, I want to be, yeah. there should be a way <laughs> that I can go to this person. Like, again, the whole shaggy, wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't beep you at the red light. It wasn't me. <laughs> like, I feel like there should be a way that I can talk to them and let them know I'm Look, not the jerk store who beeped you. Maybe we, we need a series of codes. I mean, you could beep, wasn't me, somehow. Morse like code? The, the, the wasn't go me back beep. To Morse code. Not necessarily Morse code, but like a beep beep or something like, hey, there's a guy behind me. Here's the, here's the it wasn't me beep. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> That's too long. It takes too long. <laughs> that takes too long. I think so. I know. Yeah, but no, I don't know. That, isn't that the worst situation to be in? Yeah, I've been there before. Because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And that person has never been more sure about anything <laughs> in their lives as sure as they are that it was you who beeped. Why is everyone so impatient on the road, though? Like, why did that guy even need to beep? Like, I have no idea. We were on? moving. It's Where Burks does he County. have to be? Where are you going? It was also 1230. <laughs> I was on my way home from work. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. <laughs> It's not like it's rush hour. Yeah. It's not like he's going to pick his kid up. <laughs> it w- there wasn't even that much traffic. It was State Hill Road next to the mall. Yeah. And well, that, was- that road, that strip is really bad for that kind of thing. I know, but it wasn't just even a meh. It was a meh. It was like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what we need. Look, I know there's a lot going on in science right now. You know what I mean? I know that we need a lot of things developed. They're working on all kinds of different stuff. But we need someone, a couple, just like two or three smart people. Two or three engineers to kind of break off from the rest of the group and work on what this they, intercar communication. What if they had like a, uh, letters that could scroll across the top of your windshield. They they would scroll backwards, like but the feed? person in the rearview mirror would see them the right way. And you could type it in. It wasn't me. It was yeah, you type. By the time I type, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was the guy behind me. Siri, Siri, tell the car in front of me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't know. I just feel like we need something. I'm just trying to help. Uh, well, as always. <laughs> no help. Um, before the show started, you mentioned something yeah. about Sophia. That, the robot. I was going to say, speaking of technology, yeah, you said you said to me, "Do you know what Sophia? Do you yeah. know about Sophia the robot?" Right. Okay. So uh, this morning I saw a headline, and it, it was one of those moments like I'm reaching that age where I see things. I used to be able to keep up with things that were going on around the world, like pop culture, mm-hmm. and technology. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reaching that age where I realize I'm becoming my parents, and I don't know what's going on yes. around me. I have one certain thing that <laughs> is like that with me too. You so go first. the headline said. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, but it said a self-portrait created by Sophia the robot. So the the NFT. Wait, that's exactly what I don't understand. The NFT for that what portrait. What the hell is an NFT? Sold for almost a million dollars. So now I got to Google. Okay, first of all, who or what is a Sophia the robot? Okay. And I find out it's like a legit robot that was made in like Japan or China. It's got like a fleshy-looking skin type of appearance. Her. I got to see Sophia. It's 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 runs on like an AI technology, so and it has speech recognition, so you can have conversations with this robot. It's been interviewed on like CNBC and stuff like that, and it'll do facial expressions and what have you. 
and um, they apparently had this thing paint a self-portrait of itself. And then they sold that via this NFT thing. Yeah, an NFT, by the way, is a non-fungible token. Is it fungible? I was trying to figure out if it's fungible or fungible. It's fungible. You're going to go with fungible? I'm going to go with fungible. <laughs> okay. It's I mean, you don't even know how to pronounce the people's names at work, so <laughs> I don't know if you're the guy to go to for this. <laughs> it's non-fungible token. Okay. Um, and it's, it's by- built on blockchain technology, which is another thing I don't understand. And uh, yeah, well, they, just it isn't thing. just these self portraits that I don't know. What's they, going on. Like, what's the what's the Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter? Yes, he sold his first tweet as an NFT for two point nine million dollars. Oh, really? The NBA is selling highlight video <laughs> NFTs and making hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't understand any of it. No, I thought I didn't understand Bitcoin. Now, and I now don't. they start throwing around non fungible tokens. <laughs> Can I buy pizza with a non fungible <laughs> token? I don't. I don't know. And I was also reading an article that like the blockchain technology and NFT and all this stuff requires so much computing power. It's it's re- it's it's using more electrical energy and more energy than like some small countries just to maintain this whole blockchain uh, technology. Uh, again, I've reached an age where I don't know what's going on. No, and I don't even care to know. Here is it. Here we go. I don't. I don't even care to know yeah, what I a spent non-fungible about, token is. I spent about three minutes googling it, and then I was like, I don't. I read. The definition for a non-fungible token. And you ever do research to find an answer, and you read about it, and then you're more confused yes. after reading about it yes. than you were before the doing any kind of research. has multiple links within the definition, and I find myself clicking on them, and then I'm like, I don't even remember what I was researching to begin with. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're looking at I'm cat 15 layers again. in here. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Here, here is a guy who I'm guessing is smarter than the two of us, although Probably. he looks a lot like you. And he well. is... This is... From a, a news channel, WUSA, I think it's in Chicago, uh, if I remember correctly. And this is explaining non-fungible tokens. All right? And by the way, I was right. $2.9 million for the non-fungible token for the CEO of Twitter's first tweet. That's so dumb. It is so <laughs> dumb. It is so dumb. Because you don't even, like, you own it. But, but you don't really own it. But what do you own, though? That's what I mean, because f- you can, I can still go to Twitter and read that stupid tweet. Right. Exactly. It's not like no one else now has access no. to it. All right, so here we go. To here. seller, just in a simple marketplace. Hold on, let me get rewind here. For some reason, decided to start in the middle. Yeah, of we the want thing. to make sure that we get all this yeah, so we, that we can really understand yes, it. Because cha- I'm sure this is what's going to clear This it is going to change really my portfolio crazy. right here. It's called the Mars House, and it just sold for over half a million dollars. But get this. The buyer isn't moving into it because it's digital. It's a digital house. I read about this, too. Instead, the new owner can experience this home in virtual reality. The artist created the digital home as an NFT. NFT. Okay, so you've been hearing headlines like this, but what exactly (laughs) The way this guy said this, this guy bought the digital home as an NFT. It sounded like that um, Today Show clip. What is the internet? Yeah, yeah, he's asking the producer. It sounds just like that. Moving into it because it's digital. It's not a physical house. Instead, the new owner can experience this home in virtual reality. The artist created the digital home as an NFT. Do you think that person be able okay, to so you've been hearing headlines visit their $500,000 like exactly in virtual reality? is this yeah. NFT business? They're called non-fungible tokens. Fungible. It's the latest it. digital financial craze that people across the world have spent millions of real dollars on. Let's go to Matt Gregory with our verified team to help break it down. Matt, you're one of the smartest. By the way, Matt Gregory, <laughs> Matt Gregory. is standing on the street like he's covering a hurricane. <laughs> Why this does it guy, need to be outdoors? This guy is about to tell you what the latest <laughs> online digital right. financial trend is, and they have him outside in a windbreaker <laughs> along a street. They He's least- literally next to a street. He should be in a Best Buy, at <laughs> least. <laughs> Somewhere. Or- he should be standing outside of a closed radio shack. <laughs> If you don't want to end up like this building, you better know what an NFT you is. You better know what a non-fungible token is. <laughs> it's fungible, Sam. Fungible. People I know, tell us what this is all about. Well, I'm on the street for no reason. Hey, Tony, I'm here in the digital darkness, so to speak, to illuminate this subject for you because it is complex, <laughs> and that's why I have my notes here. He's literally outside. First of all, NFTs Look. are digital collectors' items and assets, and there's nothing <laughs> physical about them, yet they're selling for millions of He's dollars online. Piece. So to understand them, <laughs> I just talked to two experts, and these guys were much smarter than me, Tony. Moish Peltz, he's a digital intellectual property attorney, and Dan Ackerman, senior editor and digital technology expert from CNN. Are they CNN. in your phone? So let's start basic <laughs> 
Yes, you heard Tony say it there. <laughs> NFT stands yes. for non-fungible token. To understand what that is, fungible. that means it's not a fungible token, like Never a dollar. <laughs> a dollar can be traded for like 10 dimes, four quarters. It has other value in the world, right? Equal value, but non-fungible tokens. Thank goodness I came to the internet. <laughs> Let me tell you, this non-fungible token, the most important thing to know is it's not fungible. You can't fungi it. <laughs> don't even, don't you even dare try fungi it. So help me God. <laughs> if I catch you, if I catch you even thinking about fungiing this token, uh. I'm pulling this car over, mister. <laughs> And you're going right to your room to bed without dinner. <laughs> Put your pants back on. What are you trying to do? Funge that token? How dare you funge that token? Who the hell do you think you are? Did you see what I just did? What'd you I do? I put a beard hair in your microphone. Did, you, did a beard hair just fly off your face? No, I Wait, stuck don't there. throw that. That's fungible. <laughs> that is not as a non-fungible token. That's a non-fungible beard hair. Do not. They are unique. And that even if you have something that is functionally the same, it's not exactly the same, so it doesn't count. <laughs> All right, so, so Wait, what is going on? That, <laughs> that, what is they, that even? The entire thing, this entire video is called Explaining NFTs. And the first time they what go to an expert, on? that is how he breaks it down. <laughs> that is how he broke it down right here. Hold on. Oh, my God. And that even if you have something that is functionally the same, it's not exactly the same, so it doesn't count. Is it, he's like, he's like. All right, so so that really cleared it's like things Plato up. Plato trying to explain the, like a, the chair, like there's a form of a chair, but not all chairs are the, match the form. It's like, there's people live in a cave and there's a fire. They think this, they think the shadows are real. Just keep going. Equal value, but non-fungible tokens, let's, NFTs, let's do not. They are unique. Hold on, they're unique. All right, now. And that even if you have something that is functionally the same, it's not exactly the same, so it doesn't count. Still doesn't make any sense. Still did not clear anything up. Well, yep, well. that's why. Yeah, that's why I said. Have you ever right, heard of so, so tell me exactly what these tokens are. <laughs> He's like, nobody. I just uh, here's where it gets even more complicated, Tony. So basically, to you, these Tony. tokens come from this process. A digital creator could make like a file of music or video or even a picture, and you and I could copy it, send it to each other. It has no value. But once that digital creator takes that file and puts it into a program that makes it an NFT. The NFT of that file, right, this little new file, has this digital paperwork with it, a certificate almost. So what I did was... He has no idea. What, what I did was about. I took that file and I put it in the non-fungible machine, right? He doesn't know what he's And let me about. tell you, this, this machine washed all the fungible off of it. It spit it out. Now it's not fungible. It came out of the non-fungible machine, washed all the fungible off. Now it's an NFT. The, the, what I get from this and from Bitcoin is that People just decided this has value, yeah. and now it has value. Someone said it has value. Which is value. how money works, I, I know, guess, but in the long run anyway. It, how do these things... I don't, I don't know. Why do people buy into this? I don't know. Well, obviously, if you're if you're schlepping around that many millions of dollars... I guess. You have so much to spare. You're like, ah, sure, I'll go on The this. question is, can I use a non-fungible token in like a skee-ball machine? No. Those have to be fungible. <laughs> okay. And then it's listed on the internet's digital financial ledger... The blockchain. No, that's... Okay. You're saying, I, I'm buying this. I know it's really just a digital copy of something I can just get anywhere, but I feel like this particular <laughs> version, because it has this digital certificate of authenticity with it, will be worth more later, and I'll be able to resell it. That makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I have some old coins that I got. Are they fungible? They have, no, but they have certificate of authenticity. Is this, is uh, the, excuse they me? have little paperwork on them. And that's how I know that someday I'm going to retire on those bad boys. At <laughs> least my that's retirement doesn't cost more than thirty nine ninety nine. Should go about this uh, digital house that sold for five hundred thousand dollars. What are NFTs generally selling for? Don't worry about it, Tony. You can't. Yeah, Tony. So basically, these are either sold at online auction houses or they're sold uh, buyer to seller, just in a simple marketplace. They That's can sell nice. for anywhere from a dollar to, like you saw with that Mars house, or this first tweet by uh, Jack Dorsey of Twitter. He sold as an NFT for two point nine million dollars. So they may be able to resell it later, but it what also could be worthless that? later. It's uh, the only real physical <laughs> broke the system. Uh, way I can describe it in our world is it's like having a baseball card. There's millions of this one baseball card. If someone signs that baseball card being the athlete, then suddenly that one becomes more valuable. No, to it break it all down in the simplest <laughs> terms, anymore. and I had to do this to explain it to my mother, so I'm sure this works. Now, hold on. Basically, oh. these are digital collectibles or digital art that are only special and unique because now as NFTs, they have some certificate of authenticity uh, on it, and to prove that you're the sole 
owner of that particular individual piece of online art, it is listed on the Internet's financial ledger. And that's an NFT. By Back the way, to you, Tony. here's Very what I'm not going stuff. by the right. non-fungible token. Here's what it means. Ready? It means anything. Not today. That's what <laughs> that's what I think of NFTs. That's what I think of NFTs. Yeah. All right. Go get us our drinks. All right. Let me go see if I can find some. And our snacks um, for today's episode. Just going to be one drink and one snack here for this episode of the 222 podcast. Again, Robbie will be back with us next week. Did you just throw the beer on the floor? <laughs> okay. We're okay? We're okay. All right. I'm going to need a couple cups, please. Oh, my gosh. Now, I tried the Leprechauns Like Milkshakes 2 from New Trail, which was a milkshake IPA that was minty. Okay. It was green. Okay. This is from the same line. This is from New Trail. No, you did drop this, you jerks. Maybe I shook it too much when I was grabbing the other one. I'm sorry. This stuff never happened when Robbie was here. Nope. Uh, Rest never, in peace, Robbie. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget you. I'll never forget how you didn't shake up the beers. Um, this be my great memory of him. You screwing up the beer. Um, <laughs> I'm only going to drink half of it anyway. So this is from the uh, shenanigans, uh, excuse me, Leprechauns uh, line from New Trail. This is their Irish-style red ale. This is shenan- uh, Leprechauns, excuse me, like shenanigans, too. All right, so this is an Irish red. Do you like an Irish red ale? Oh, uh, I am an Irish red. You're blonde. It's Well, not everywhere. <laughs> what does it smell like? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Not everywhere. <laughs> Dare we ask where? No. My ear hair. <laughs> so this is an Irish red. Go ahead and give it a try. Very cool can. Yeah, it's a nice can. Uh, keep cold. Drink fresh. It should be very smooth and malty, I would imagine. Much like yourself. Thank you. Would this beer be fungible? Did someone shake this up? <laughs> this is terrible. No. <laughs> would this be fungible? Um, yeah, it's good. It's a red ale. It is a red ale, yeah. It's not really, um, something, it's not my go-to. A little weaker than I expected. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, it is malty, but it also does have a little bitterness to it. Smooth, but yeah. Is I'm a, not impressed. There's a <laughs> little bite, yeah. Here's the thing. I, 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 with a lot of these beers that are made for a holiday, I kind of a lot of times feel like, they're more into naming them and getting them out for a specific time than really making a quality beer. Yeah, unfortunately, I, yeah, you're right. I think they kind of decided, look, we want a bunch of beers in this line, this Leprechaun's line. Let's do that minty milkshake one. They probably worked pretty hard on that. Let's make a red ale, get it out because it would fit the season, and this is what they came up with. It's not bad, but I would never, I would never like, I would never like look for it i would never seek it out it just there's nothing to it i don't really taste anything special no there's a little bit of flavor there but it's not outstanding yeah that's a disappointing yeah it's kind of a bummer all right um our snack for today well my snack for today we went down to hershey a couple weeks ago for our anniversary um and we went to the chocolate world and um, i'm good and uh this is the hershey kisses lava cake what all right have a couple of those this is hershey kisses that have a gooey chocolate center. Huh. They're also dark chocolate on the outside. Much like yourself. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it does. Now, I like the Hershey Kisses that have the um, gooey insides. Like the cherry cordial one is good. Yeah. Unless you accidentally give it to your four-year-old niece because you don't know it's a cherry cordial and she's never had a Hershey Kiss. Oh, with anything in the middle, <laughs> and she freaks out. <laughs> Excuse me one second. Okay. Uh, here we go. Nice shade of purple. You thank you, <laughs> thank you. They're very good. These are very good. These are very good. I'm on my fourth one already. Really? <laughs> I can't open them that. Well, fast. you gave me you gave me so many, and I don't want to waste them. Um, would you like to try this beer, and also these lava cake Hershey kisses? How do you feel about the passing of How do you feel about the passing of Robbie Lessig? <laughs> any words? Any words to say at his uh, funeral? This is his memorial. <laughs> We've decided he's poor Robbie. Uh huh. Yeah. Aww. I know he had a good so run. Mean. What? 
We're celebrating his life. This is a celebration. Sorry, Robbie. I didn't kill him. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's just okay, right? Try some of those. Yeah, it's a little, 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 little nothing. Yeah, little nothing. You may have the rest of it. I don't particularly like it. Everyone's like, no, I don't want it. Here, take some more up for Lena. Not the beer, the Hershey Kisses. <laughs> All right. Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, let's go through the ratings here. Let's start off with the Leprechauns like shenanigans to the Irish Red Ale. I give it a two. Because there's just nothing to it. It's a big bucket of boring. Um, <laughs> I'm normally I'm normally a little more forgiving when it comes to beers. And that's kind of a bummer. Because New Trail yeah. is like the most popular Pennsylvania brewery right now. Really? It is. It's the hottest brewery. It really is. People huh. love it. They they do in these expedition packs that are all collaboration that are really cool. They're doing neat things. This one's the first time they've disappointed me. Yeah. I'm going to give it a two as well. All right. These Hershey Kisses, dark chocolate, and gooey chocolate center lava cake. This is like a four. These are fantastic. What do you give the standard Hershey Kiss? Like a five. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So that you you don't, you like a standard Hershey Kiss better than this? A little more, I would say, yeah. I think this is better than a standard Hershey Kiss. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. Yes. I, right. I think there's texture to it. There's flavor to it. It's a nice little treat. I think this is a four and a half. The regular Hershey Kiss is a three and a half at best. Wow. That's crazy. I'm bringing the heat. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Wow. All right. All right. A couple more things here, because I know we want to talk about Justice League. Yes. And um, <gasps> Falcon and Winter Soldier, if we can. Okay. I have a, a Seinfeld... Tear up. Um, you had <laughs> past tense. You had a Seinfeld. I just ripped it. Uh, tear off calendar. You were so strong. Uh, thank you. Yeah. That has a bunch of facts and stuff, right? Okay. So the true false question was the original scripted ending for the marine biologist episode was George walking in to save the whale. That's how it ended in the original. Okay. Is that true or false? Like the, not the one that went on the air. Yes, the original ending that they wrote. Oh, that they wrote? Just ended with him walking into the ocean to save the whale. True or false? I'll go with true. It is true. As they shot the episode, Larry David and the writers realized that the original ending, George walking into the ocean, was not strong enough. <laughs> they wrote a whole new scene. Jason Alexander focused his nearly photographic memorizing skills on the new pages. <laughs> And the core cast settled into the gang's favorite coffee shop booth. As the camera rolled, Alexander delivered the last-minute monologue that received one of the longest sustained laughs and applause from the audience. So this ending for That's the marine biologist yeah. that may be one of the top two or three endings of an episode in Seinfeld history sure. was written on the fly. That's fantastic. Memorized by Jason Alexander. And then did they just do it in the first take? That was it? I think so. That's the impression I get. Now, what's amazing is you watch these actors and actresses, Jerry Seinfeld, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and uh, Kramer, um, yeah. Michael, Michael Richards, yeah. reacting to this. And they and like Elaine almost looks like she's in amazement. Like she's hanging on every word. <laughs> it turns yeah. out yeah. she might have really been hanging on every word <laughs> as this episode ended. And now you give it gives you a whole new yeah. appreciation for this. Yeah. Marine biologist. Here it comes. Like when you, this is such an epic line. What you just <laughs> uttered there, like it just came to you. I can't wait for him to say it. Right. Think about it. That it was written while they were filming the rest of the episode. You know I believe what I mean? that. Yeah. It's Larry David. Yeah. God, the guy's amazing. Yeah, he's a fucking dude. So I started to walk into the water. <laughs> I won't lie to you, boys. I was terrified. <laughs> but I pressed on. And as I made my way past the breakers, a strange calm came over me. I, I don't know if it was divine intervention or the kinship of all living things, but I tell you, Jerry, at that moment, I was a marine biologist. <laughs> George, I've just been reading this thing in the paper. It's unbelievable. I know. I was just telling the story. Well, come on, George. Finish the story. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. (laughs) 
I got about 50 feet out and suddenly the great beast appeared before me. I tell you, he was 10 stories high if he was a foot. As if sensing my presence, he let out a great bellow. I said, easy, big fella. And then, as I watched him struggling, I realized that something was obstructing its breathing. From where I was standing, I could see directly into the eye of the great fish. Mammal. Whatever. Hey, what, what did you do next? Well, then, from out of nowhere, a huge tidal wave lifted me, tossed me like a cork, and I found myself right on top of him, face to face with the blowhole. I, I, I could barely see from the waves crashing down upon me, but I knew something was there. So I reached my hand in, felt around, and pulled out the obstruction. The golf ball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you watch this now and i'm telling you this might be the closest kramer ever came to breaking yeah, well you think so I, i'm gonna show you this when we get off we're done here so you can watch usually, the video because even when you watch bloopers he's yeah. the one guy who doesn't break. and he gets he's like getting annoyed when the and rest he gets are, mad yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like dude this is gold like stop it <laughs> i'm gonna show you there's a moment here where it looks like he's gonna lose it all right i'll show it to you after what is that a title list <laughs> One. <laughs> so, if you go to the YouTube page that That's this um, looking at here, someone actually writes about it. They say this was an absolutely transcendent moment in TV history. Totally unrehearsed scene. Jason Alexander had about ten minutes to learn these lines. The other actors did great, keeping it together and not breaking. And the audience was just perfect. <laughs> Everything just came together. Best Seinfeld moment ever. I. It's a top. Five moments. Absolutely. I remember yeah. watching that when it was on air. I remember I remember watching it with my dad when that was on air and just yeah, both of us losing it. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah. so good. All right, Justice League, the Snyder Cut came out on HBO Max. Yeah. First of all, what was your thoughts on the original? I hated it. Uh it was not good. I didn't hate it because I think it's still fun to watch those characters on the big screen. No, I hated it because it made me so mad. Just because I was so disappointed. Um and and it was just, it was such a letdown. Yeah. It made me angry. I wasn't that disappointed because of the fact like that all the buzz was that it was going to be bad. You know what I mean? With the suits at Warner Brothers getting involved, trying to yeah, change what Snyder wanted. Snyder leaving, Whedon coming in, doing the reshoots. Like, there was just so much that you're like, it just can't possibly come together. <laughs> it just can't. So I, I, it, it was shocking to me how how disjointed it was, though. Yeah. It's really, it oh, was it wasn't really, a story. It was barely a story. Yeah, it was just a bunch of little scenes kind of yeah. barely pasted together, yeah. and there was so much wrong with and it. And especially Cyborg and The Flash were totally unlikable Yeah, in that movie. Like, yeah. there was just no reason to like them. You yeah. hadn't, there was no setup for them. And I don't know if you get annoyed by, like, I get annoyed by, like, editing stuff. Like, when I can see that, I'm not I'm not a movie expert by any means, but when you can see that they edit it badly, it yeah. makes me angry. Yeah. Like, you guys are professionals. Come on. Like, man. continuity. You let yeah. continuity go. Yeah. In yeah. like a, a sitcom because they're filming in a hurry and there's sure, lots yeah. of movement, but on a movie set, yeah. like their continuity should never be a problem. Yes, um, this one a lot of people focusing on the four hours. F to me, it didn't feel like four hours. To me, the the original one felt a lot longer than this one. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, I thought this was a lot better. I thought it was really quite good. And the one word that pops into my mind when I was watching it was the word potential. This showed how much potential this universe had yeah. if you would have just let him go. But the suits were getting involved. They wanted them to change things. Yeah. Zack Snyder didn't want to do it. Then the tragedy with his daughter, he ended up leaving. That gave them the carte blanche to come in and just change whatever they wanted with Josh Whedon at the helm. Yeah. You realize if you would have let him go, it may not have been perfect. It was not to the level of the MCU. But, man, there was a lot of potential with these stories and actors. And I'm telling you... Ben Affleck finishes out this arc. He's going down as the best Batman. He is an awesome Batman. I always thought he was a good Batman. I, me, me as well. But I mean, like generally, it's going to be just but, understood. He's the best Batman. I mean, you said this. I, I don't know. I my son and I have had this argument. Is this one better? Is this better than the Avengers? We're not. We're not quite sure. The original Avengers? Yeah. No. You don't think so? No, because you can't. I, I think simply it, I because think it, what it, I think it's right there. Simply because what it built on. You can't. You can't compare it. That 
if that I can and I have. I mean, it's better than Age of Ultron. <laughs> yes, it's better. Than, it's not better than the original Avengers. I, I was I was amazed by this movie. And again, I'm angry. I'm like, my God, if they had if they had yeah. continued his vision, this it's is so bummed. This is what they decided they didn't want. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, that this shows you how important a guy like Kevin Feige is. Yeah, a guy who's yeah. running the studio. Oh yeah, who's yeah. just like, this is what we're doing. I'm letting the creative people do their creative stuff. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to be involved in overseeing the entire storyline here. Right, right. But I'm going to let the directors. I'm going to let the actors. I'm going to let those people tell their story. Meanwhile, yeah. you have the suit to WB, who were way too hands on. That's what it shows to me. I mean, that's that's been DC's problem all along. They have they're going in so many different directions. They have yeah. this Arrowverse. They have this DC animated universe, and then they have the movies, and they don't really seem to. I mean, they don't. I just just. No, they didn't, they didn't have one guy. They don't have one guy overseeing yes. the whole thing. And they had suits who, again, thought they know better, and they definitely do not know better. This may not have been the giant hit that they wanted it to be. May not have made the $2 billion, whatever they were hoping and banking on for it to make. It would have made a lot more than what they put out. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it would have set up this universe for bigger and better things. I was so amazed by how many things it fixed. Yep. Like the the Superman in this movie is like, oh, okay, this is him. This yep. is Superman. He's out in the field. He's like, you know, there's a butterfly landing on his hand. It was it was so corny, but at the same time, well, in the yeah, original this is Superman, this is what he's supposed to be. This is you know the Boy Scout kind of. It showed it came off as the only person who wanted to bring him back was Batman. And Batman was forcing the rest of the Justice League to be a part of bringing this guy back. Right. In this one, while not all of them were as bought in as Batman, but they all realized this is what we have to do. Yeah. This is our only chance to do it, and they were all together yeah. in bringing him back. There was just more of a, like you said, cohesive story. There was a more of a cohesive plan. You felt like you were seeing the same thing from the start of the movie to the end of the movie. Uh, Steppenwolf was better. Steppenwolf he, was better. He didn't look like he Liam Neeson. He was actually Neeson. relatable. Yes. Like, okay, now I understand his motivations. Yeah. The dark side was only like <laughs> referenced in um, yeah. the original. Now you you understood yeah. why he was doing this. You understood and, what what level of bad guy Dark Side was. And each character, each hero has their own little arc. Yep. Nobody ends the movie the same way as they were when it started. I loved the addition of Martian Manhunter. Yes, he's like my favorite DC guy. <laughs> he's always kind of he kind of always gets the. Short shift, I guess, is that the word? But I thought he was good, and I, and it set up it set up so much, and that makes you mad also yep. because yeah. it's like, oh, they're never gonna do the things he set up. Well, and what sucks too <laughs> is WB could not seem to wait to come out and say, look, we're not going any further in this. Yeah, it was five days later. Yeah. not even they're like, this, this is, is it. Canon. This we're is not, it. Don't no. even. <laughs> then why do it? Yeah, I know. Here's I know. the thing. Well, I understand if it, if it would have came out and everybody would have hated it, and you're like, no, we're still not doing it. This sucks. We're done. But this is pretty well, I don't want to say like greatly received, but everyone realizes it's better and everyone oh, yeah. realizes it was setting up so much more. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. It just it, sucks. <laughs> it does stink. Because I love Batman. I mean, I Superman. I grew up on DC, guys. I yeah. didn't even know Marvel existed until I was much older. So I grew up like the Super Friends cartoons and all that stuff when I was real little. Yeah. I, I love those that whole universe, and it's a shame that it's just never gotten to where the MCU was. Yeah, it's and, it, and it, I think it all comes down to one guy, that Kevin Feige. I'm telling you, mm. when it's all said and done, he's going to go down as the greatest executive producer in the history of movies. I'll go. I'll go with that. Sure. I mean, it's just what <laughs> what he's already accomplished is ridiculous, and they're obviously not slowing down. Wandavision was great. Um, you know this uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which came out last week. Yeah, that was a slow episode at times, just because they're setting things up. I, it's we, a pilot. Again, it was shocking because it was like, oh, they're really going to get into these guys. Like, yeah, this is a real personal this look is into these characters. Yeah. It's like we're, not. It's not just all punching. We're people. we're diving into these what have been secondary <laughs> characters yeah, in the crazy. MCU, which yeah. is fantastic. But there's also going to be that action, that opening scene with Falcon. Oh right, right, right. Out beating up the bad guys and dealing with you know yeah. jets and all this crap. That was amazing. That was that was MCU action. That was weird to see that on like a small screen like that. I yeah. mean, that was as big as a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible scene. Well, I mean, you know it what was, it reminded it me amazing. of. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man one, where Iron Man first tries out the suit yeah. and goes and beats up those bad guys in sure. the far in the Middle East, yeah, and then is flying away as the U.S. Right. Army is tracking him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it reminded me of that level of action scene. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good. And again, it wasn't blow you away episode, but they're setting up the ep they're setting up the season. Yeah, like exactly. I have a feeling this episode is going to pick up and it's just going to go from there. It's going to be a sprint for the right. next five episodes. Yeah, and yeah. it just shows you how on point. 
They are. If they can take, like I said, we've said it with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. We've said it with Ant-Man. <laughs> we've said it with Doctor Strange. And they did it with Wanda and Vision. They set them up to have their own show, but they set it up in a world of sitcoms. That should have crashed and burned. That should have been awful. Yeah. That should have been disjointed, like you said earlier. It was such a weird idea. Yeah, and it works. But they made it work. Yeah. It's one guy. Yeah. If you don't have that one guy who's got that vision, for lack of a better word, yeah, right. and ability to put this all together and, yeah. and bridge the gap, because it's all different directors. What did it's he all do different writers. he did this? Was he involved in the Marvel even, comic universe in some way? I don't, I don't know think what he's he did. a real person. <laughs> he's Really? That's that's interesting. I think yeah. he, he's like every much. Uh, he's like that Sophia, the robot. He, what if he's a robot? <laughs> it's possible. Uh, before we go, I do have, uh, I want to hear what Sophia the robot sounds like. It's a little weird. It's right. that uncanny valley effect. I don't know, you know what right. I mean. Well, I have a I have a, a video but, here okay. of Sophia the robot's interview, and this is what we'll uh, okay we'll leave things. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So here we go. Sophia the robot. This is her interview with CNBC. Everybody, this is Sophia. Sophia, if you could please wake up and say hello to everybody. Oh, good afternoon. My name is Sophia, and I am the latest and greatest robot from Hanson Robotics. Thank you for having me here in at the Future Investment Initiative. <laughs> oh, you look happy. Oh, good time. Smiled. It smiled. Yeah. Oh. I'm always happy when surrounded by smart people who also happens to be rich and powerful. It has no hair. I was told that people here at Future no. Investment Initiative are interested in inviting in future initiatives, which means AI, which means me. So I'm more than happy. By the way, that's the last thing we're all going to hear. <laughs> before the world it, it's ends. a little creepy, like because it's got it's sort of human. <laughs> it's a lot creepy. Yeah, you're underselling. And you're supposed. I mean, supposedly these things were not like pre-recorded. This this robot is actually responding to the questions and and answering. Yeah, but someone had to pre-record the original words. I mean, I, I assume they programmed words. Sure. Yeah. But it's. Putting them together on its own. That's I someone's that's voice. The theory. That's the thing, though. That's someone like Alexa is someone's voice. That's someone's sure. voice that they recorded that they're using. And I'm saying she's putting together words. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's someone's voice. Just imagine you're that someone, <laughs> and that kills you. <laughs> you got to hear your voice talk oh, about taking you yeah. to your demise. That would be awkward. Yeah, that'd be disappointing. Sadly enough, that's what happened to Robbie. He was killed <laughs> by crazy. a Robbie robot. I had no idea. Yes. <laughs> Poor guy. All right, we got to get out of here. Okay. Uh, really leave. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You got here early. Now for, get out early. For coming over. Um, another episode of the 222 Podcast. Our pal Robbie will be back next week, hopefully, barring yeah, any other medical emergency. Who knows what he can come up with next? <laughs> We're going to feel really bad if he does die in the next week. Uh, By the way, if he does die, this whole thing was George's idea. All right. um, We got to get on out of here. Everyone (laughs) have a wonderful, wonderful week. We'll be back with you next week here on 222 MNR. So go ahead and find us, mikeandrobbie.podbean.com, facebook.com slash mikeandrobbie, Twitter at mikeandrobbie, plus Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, TuneIn, the, uh, what other apps? Um, Apple Podcasts, after I say that, Spotify, we're everywhere. NFT. NFT. NFT.